Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm changing my shirt for a grilled cheese. We felt we've done really well out of it. We're really excited about how we ended up in the trade period this year. Uh, we lost experience. We know we did that, but secured no talent. That was a fantastic result for the club. That's three years in a row now. Yeah, it's bloody hard going when there's no footy, isn't it? Well, it is when you've got an AFL podcast. Yeah. <laughs> did you get up and watch the Rugby World Cup at all? No, no. I tried to. I but, um, didn't yeah, watch the thing. No, I, you know, you set the alarm, you're like, oh yeah, cool, I'll set it 15 minutes early. And so it goes off, I'm like, let's go 15 minutes, so I set a five minute kip and I'll get back up. Nah. Didn't happen. Yeah, nah. no. No, I watched the Harker and the first New Zealand try and then I knew it was downhill from there. Yeah. It's funny because I didn't watch a thing, but I, I woke up and I thought, oh, hey, World Cup was on this morning. Yeah. Oh, I'll check what the results were. And the headline was, um, All Blacks get up in a thrilling encounter. And I thought, oh, okay, yeah. at least they put up a good show. The scores were 34-17. I'm like, hang on. Yeah. And it was a second half comeback. And I'm like, yeah. hang on. Yeah. Don't quote me on 34-17, but no, it was something like no, that. That's a quote now. I've got that's, that's about right. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, that's, that's not really that much thrills, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. Not that I've you know paid attention to any rugby union at all, ever. But for work, because we've got a New Zealand office, and they've been going, you know, uh, they're, they're pretty pumped up, because yeah. you know, this yeah, is something big enough. for them. Yeah. Um, and I reminded them that, you know, we've already won two World Cups this year against them. Yeah. Uh, they don't care. And then this is the one, you know, the, the whole country cares about. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, I'm sure the possums will do well. I mean, the, wa- <laughs> the bandicoots, yeah. wallabies, wallabies, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I reckon, My math's not very good. I, I, I reckon the, the All Blacks could win the Rugby League World Cup anyway. I reckon. <laughs> yeah. Give them an hour to read up on the rule differences beforehand. I reckon they could still win that. If I was playing league, read. I'd be scared if the union blokes come across and started yeah. to have a crack. <laughs> well, there's a space for the 49ers now. Speaking of AFL. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'd get there eventually, but yeah, Jared Hayne got, uh, uh, he's got, done again, yeah. got the boot. Um, and I mean, like we were saying before, we'll pretend to be experts for a bit. We are, yeah. Hey, we- I've played Madden. 
We, we, I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> it was no, I played still. Mike Ditker. That's how old school Mike Ditker is <laughs> ultimate Ditka, football. Yeah. That was great fun. <laughs> I remember that because you could change your own uh, stats and everything. Yeah. yeah. So I used to uh, give it to the running back and he'd run down to the zero yard line, yeah. run around for the entire quarter until the <laughs> clock, yeah. or win one touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's going to be a few people that are going to enjoy that he's failed, but yeah. he hasn't they failed. No, he not has not failed at all. Exactly. He's played one more game than he had any right to play. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, you, you look at, he's got much more um, reason to go into another team now, I'm guessing, from marketing because... The, the marketing chips have already been pushed into the middle, though. Because like, if he's, he's got the number one selling jersey, are you going to buy a Detroit Lions Jared Haynes jersey as well? Well, or, you, you, you try shirt. and play on people's OCD to collect shit, yeah. you know, like McDonald's toys do, where yeah. limited edition. Got to collect them all. Yeah. Well, there's Shaq fans that have got a, one of his jerseys from every team he was in. Shaq? He, he had a good six, <laughs> I think. I think yeah, he had six or seven. seven. Yeah. Actually, he was telling me today yeah, that... Yeah, literally every color of the rainbow. Michael Jordan's house is for sale. Yeah, I saw I, that. Can't sell it. So he's decided to throw in every single set of Air Jordans ever made with the deal. Right, he couldn't get it, get it through. Well, I mean, he wants fucking heaps for it, I'm sure. Uh, but, but, um, or, or, he wants, or he needs heaps for it. <laughs> I don't know. It's not I, like he'd be struggling for a quid, you would have thought. I hope it goes to auction. Well, I'd just love to see who the fuck turns up to bid on that. It's not so much that he'd probably be struggling for a quid. It's probably liquidity that yeah. he's after. Yeah. Oh, right, yes. And yeah. paying out the ex-wife. Uh, yeah, probably not. That, that's probably already happened, but yeah. paying out someone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's only so many old mans you can have die in a Ferrari yeah, that's before exactly you. Right. Yeah. exactly right. Exactly right. That's where I go on. Um, it, well, I found Speaking funny cup. <laughs> because uh, some guy, uh, the real estate agent, did an ad that I saw yeah. online. That's how I know. Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny that Jordan lives at number 23. Mm. Now, that, which begs the question, did he go and specifically buy yep. lot number 23 or did he just buy the house and go, right, it's 23 now? Yeah, exactly. And they've got, actually, the house next door is 48. He goes, 23. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Yep. Okay, Mike. It's 23. Local, call so, it local council. It's 23, isn't it? Well, actually, it's 42. 23. Mate, uh, I've got 3 million bucks. It's 23. 23 so it is. Walking over. So how do you feel about the number 24? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just love that call. It's 23, isn't it? Fuck you. It's 44, uh, 48. 45. I'm a Detroit Pistons fan, motherfucker. Both of those. <laughs> 48, 45, 42 yeah. and supplementary yeah, he was in 45 do you reckon Warney's put in a phone call and going <laughs> yeah. oh shit yeah fair enough yeah okay <laughs> well, I'll stick to Brighton apparently the, the price of his house if you added up all the single digits added up to 23 of course yeah, yeah I did see that <laughs> I'm guessing where, where is it is it in North Carolina or some shit oh, Charlotte fuck knows, fuck knows. Yeah, Char- no Charlotte's where he owns the team know. isn't it yeah he owns it in Charlotte no. let's say it is it. yeah where's Gordon when you need <laughs> Gordon get another shout out um Okay, so the big news out of the week for the AFL was the draw for next year, or the fixture. You call yeah. it a fixture or a draw? I've always called it a draw. Yeah, I call it a draw, yeah. 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 Draw. But so, I mean, if you've got two choices for saying something, it's always a shorter version. The shorter version, yeah. Right. yeah. Um, so the, the, the fixture came out. <laughs> Otherwise you hate Australia. Yeah. Let's go with that. There's uh, two certainties when it comes out, um, the, the draw every year. Yeah. One... Half the team's going to complain about how many Friday nights they don't have. <laughs> yeah. And two, interstate team's going to claim Vic, Vic Bias. Bias. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw Graham Corns at a article. I, I say saw. I saw the uh, headline and that was enough for me. <laughs> uh, the thing is, I was the same. I saw it on um, uh, Twitter feed or whatever it was. And the first thing he did was, advertiser? Yeah, don't care. This <laughs> <laughs> Corns, you got to love him. He's got to say what he's... You know, uh, he, do he, anything. He thinks he's relevant. I'm glad they've got someone stirring the pot down there. Why not try to be relevant? Why not? 
Um, but it is just like, uh, yeah, okay, that's what you're going to do. Go yeah. on, go well, on. Uh, how many former Crows personalities are actually still going around? I mean, Rashudo. How many former Crows personalities are there? Well, yeah. yeah. Modra? Some fairly, well, yeah, but he's not really... Well, I mean, Bickley's in the coaching. He, he's in the, in the coaching ranks. He's an yeah. odd motherfucker. <clears throat> um, obviously, Rashudo, you're right. He's got the weirdest voice. Doesn't he? It's just not tough at all. No. Yeah, so that's, it's... Such a weird contrast. Like it sounds like his balls have to drop. You got Jars? Yeah, which Andrew, one? Andrew Jarman. Darren doesn't talk. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and Darren doesn't, doesn't shut talk. up. Oh, Nigel Smart too owns all the fucking car yards down Main North Road. Does Is that he? him? No, he's yeah. doing all think, the car yards down. No, it was Tony McGuinness. Nigel Smart was mm. I think he was mixed up with the administration for the Crows for a while. Because I think it was him was the one that referred to the Crow supporters as customers. Oh, really? Yeah. And it really rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Because not members, our customers. Right. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, exactly right. Fair enough. And especially, uh, going back to claim and bias, you, you, there's no better advantage uh, for home ground than going uh, interstate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't get any more one side. If you go down to oh, Adelaide, right, yeah. Adelaide Oval, well, I've actually, to be honest, I've been to Adelaide Oval, the old footy park. Uh, I've been there twice, and that's only because I lived in Adelaide and Richmond were playing. And there's no way I'd ever go again. Were you, were you there? I was there once, Richmond versus Adelaide, when Malcolm Blight walked the boundary. Yes, I was. Yeah. I was left, there, yeah. left early yeah. that game, yeah. So the only reason I specifically remember is because I'm pretty sure it was that game. He walked the boundary, and also up to three-quarter time, our score was 7 goals 7 and by the end of the match, we were 14-14 or something like that. Okay, it sounds believable. Some of like that, but it could have been the time we beat um, them. The other time I watched them, yeah. But even that, um, the latest catch cry has been how many games you get at the MCG. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess that's why West Coast got done by eight goals in the yeah. this yeah, year. The thing is, yeah. they say, oh, we want more games to the MCG. Oh, we don't want to travel. Well, the MCG doesn't transport over to Adelaide and yeah. Perth. So they were always complaining about playing down in Hobart. And of course, Hawthorne play four home games down in Hobart, and they're yeah. going to play interstate games down there more often than not. Yeah. Because, mm. you know, you're not putting Collingwood versus Hawthorne or Geelong versus Hawthorne down at fucking 25,000. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> they go to the G. And let's be honest, if they've got a family function on that weekend, the place is empty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they'd rather play at the MCG than, uh, than what's it called even now? I've forgotten what Blundstone. Blund- yeah, now, no, Blundstone's that's... Hobart. Aurora? Aurora, yeah. yeah Aurora yeah, Stadium. Yeah, yeah. End of the day. It's fucking four goalposts at each end. Exactly. Yeah, you, you get to live with it. I mean, you just got to learn how to kick at right angles. That's all you got to <laughs> <That's> do. <laughs> but uh, I, I always love the, the bias talk on it. But I'll tell you what. I um, think it's cute. It's, <laughs> yes, it's adorable. Yeah, isn't it? Um, I'm looking at, on the AFL website, they've got the combined wins uh, for 2015 for the draw for teams each year. Yep. So, so their opponents, combined wins. Their yeah. opponents next year, the combined wins. Um, Frio uh, finished first, minor premiership, and they got the 11th... Uh, 11th place on that ladder. That's yeah. not a bad effort. They've been looked after there. North yeah. Melbourne getting smashed again. Second highest. Yep. Oh, Rich- we get, we get cruel with the draw every year. Richmond looking not to be noticed at all again. Just don't be too high or too low. Just fucking in the middle somewhere. Essendon got the softest one, but uh, you know what? They, they can have a break. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely going to get worse, fold. <laughs> <laughs> you know how... As much as people can not like Essendon, they're, they're fucked. They are completely asshole. They've they've lost a generation. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, uh, of, of, of supporters, of players, of coaches, of cash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kind of miss them as being worthy adversaries, but it's, it's kind of good that there's some other ones come up, so you don't feel too bad. Bringing <laughs> just give you too much information for easy jokes. Uh, it, it's been good. I mean, everyone likes 
sorry, being a Hawthorne supporter, yeah, I'd like to see Essendon down, but uh, they've had three years of this water Asada stuff. Yeah. Okay, that's enough. Yeah, yeah exactly. Moving get on. it back. I, I want a challenge. Yeah, yeah well. I want them to suck in other ways too. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather it hurt when they lost now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get back to that. Go back to like round two this year or something. Well, that's know? when they beat Hawthorne this year. Yeah, but that's when they had a chance. It's like, yeah. watch this space. Like, this yes. is where it's all going to happen. <laughs> it's like, going to be great. Um, on and the, I watched that space too. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> on the uh, wider side, uh, there was, uh, I think, Collingwood and Frio cop fines during the week. It could have been two other clubs. doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, um, admin, paperwork. Yeah. yeah, basically not giving up. I think up every that. team's copped yeah, that, that recently. They, they, I think it was Frio and... Yeah, Collingwood, I think. They didn't provide up-to-date uh, administration yeah. of their drug testing. I think it's about the sixth or seventh team that's been fined that way yeah. in the last yeah. couple of months. Yeah. Do you reckon they're just padding their bank account before the November um, yeah. Essendon case? Yeah, just get probably, it in. Yeah, probably. Oh, hey, we need some more cash. <laughs> or maybe they just want the players to have the GPS on them 24-7. I can say, yeah, they could, GPS could do. pouches. See, see how many uh, uh, miles they run. <laughs> if it was a Port Adelaide one, I hope it's in, um, it's in X, XY axis as well. So you can calculate top... T- yeah, okay, no. Never mind. Well, if it's Benny Cousins, hang on, he's, parked the car, oh, he's, he's off, he's bolted. He's running away from the car now. He's managed to... to Herbal run, three fences. He's run to Pakistan. <laughs> Um, anyway, it was always exciting to get the fixture and try and uh, map out uh, what, what you're doing for the year and, and who you get your, your double-ups against. Yeah. Um, I think the other interesting thing for Hawthorne was uh, we go to the Gabba for the first time since 2008. Haven't yep. played Brisbane at home in eight years nearly. So that'll be seven years then. Yeah, Jesus. Um, <laughs> I, I think, obviously, that's why Hawthorne's got the three premierships. Um, yeah, that's what it is. They've been, ducking, they've been ducking bias. Brisbane. <laughs> Been ducking, keeping out of their way, only playing them down in uh, in yeah, where Monty. they're comfortable. I see, this is, this is getting like the Velasquez versus Verdum argument. <laughs> we, only, we only fight them at um, altitude, yeah. Only fight well, them. what's the opposite of altitude? Uh, sea level, I guess, underwater, below, yeah, fuck it. low altitude, sub altitude, yeah. It's funny growing up in the middle of Australia in the desert, altitude means fuck all, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, two things that I noticed being a North Melbourne supporter was. We play the top teams more often than not, but that that can <laughs> work the other way around too yeah. because the teams from 2015 who were up and made the eight, like uh, Western Bulldogs, um, oh, who else was kind of a bit of a surprise? Richmond. West Coast. <laughs> yeah. They could have a shit season next year and all of a sudden the draw you thought was going to be tough, an injury-soaked, um, well, an injury-soaked Hawthorne, say, might struggle to make the eight. Probably not going to happen that way, but okay. you never know. Um, and the other thing was still no fucking Good Friday games, which means next year they're a year after next there probably will be and it'll be fucking Sydney versus Fremantle or some bullshit but if they don't market it as fucking Great Friday yeah. they're missing a the trick <laughs> well the, the other obviously big Friday news was uh, Carlton with a big duck head <laughs> yeah. none and, and you know what I reckon quietly they would have been well we've got to we've got to protest this a little bit but not, not too fucking actually, much actually no it's the first time something sensible has come out of Carlton's uh, hierarchy is they come on and gone well be honest you know we're a little bit uh, hurt by it but yeah, we can understand what they're doing. <laughs> we did lose six this year by an average of 80-odd points. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I think we have and to the take soccer, our fair whack. The soccer beat us. And let's be honest, they'd probably be happy just to fly on the radar and not have too many eyes on them uh, next season. Oh, the, poor old Brendan Bolton. 
He's he's walking into a, a, a no-win situation, well, quite literally, as in I don't think I'll win. <laughs> Look, and that's funny, coming from last season, where Moldhouse is like, I can't see where we're going to lose. But the good thing is, I mean, he's going to look at Essen for a decoy, surely. <laughs> like, just fuck shit up there. Yeah, run a little, um, what do you call it? Book? No, yeah. no, don't run books because then you get figured out. That's, that's run, where you go wrong. A little, little screenplay? Yeah, exactly. A little screenplay down there, you know, throwing a little... Pick and roll? Yeah, exactly. Well, they play each other twice, so they can say, all right, you win the first one, we win the second one. Yeah. But I think the only legitimate um, interstate team that could say a bit of bias is Brisbane, who've got to play the top 17 teams at least once a whole season. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is where they, they've struggled yeah, recently. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. If it wasn't for that, they'd be top. They'd be you know? right up there. <laughs> Um, it was what was the other one? Um, I've got now. So we uh, Hawthorne, we've got uh, North, um, Richmond, West Coast, Sydney, and Melbourne twice, uh, which is interesting because I don't think we played Melbourne twice since about two thousand and six. Yeah, um, just when they starting almost starting to get good. Yeah, it's like all right, we we better put a stop to this. Yeah, yeah no, I'm I'm not going to rate Melbourne. Like I've I've, I've gotten behind him yeah. the last few seasons, but. Well, now, got, now they've got Jesse Hogan and they can fuck off. <laughs> they've got a couple of good uh, high draft picks again. So this is their last year of the, all right, yep. let, let's stock it up. Although uh, I think Paul Ruse, it's his last year too. Yeah. He, he said he wants to make finals this year. Um, yeah, which Where's ambitious, but you never know. <laughs> He's put his name in the draft. <laughs> I'm, I'm just waiting for Ruse to get the gig at uh, Carlton or something and then eight players follow him. <laughs> What do you think he is? Steven Silvani? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other, obviously, the big thing about the draw is the rest in week 24. Yeah. After, so, oh, God, it just doesn't make fine. sense. Oh, it doesn't make sense to me. No, I'll have my go first. Uh, they got the shits this year because they rested 11 players in round 23. Yep. So they're going, right, fuck you. We're resting 22 players. Exactly. <laughs> Take that. Yeah. And look, straight up, if you are the UFC. That's when you're looking to pack out Etihad Stadium. Any other sport. Yeah. Any other sport. That's do when the UFC big... has to do Now, you like it. Why do you like it? Well, for a start, it avoids that uh, resting uh, debacle, which you I... could argue it worked or it didn't. Who I... gives a fuck? I argue it creates a bigger resting debacle <laughs> in that all teams resting 24 players. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it also means that players are coming in fresh. Um, guys that need the extra couple of days to get ready for the finals are a bit fresher. Um and it also means that if they want to do something else, like, say, have the women's uh, grand final then, or, I don't know, the under-21s, or the TAC Cup. Well, it's not the TAC Cup anymore. Whatever the fuck no, it actually, that's the only one you got right. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's no under-21s. Yeah. There's only one women's game, yeah, but that's another new story. Well, there's, there's two uh, this year, and yeah. I think they, they're pushing for a third. I think we'll go to that well, they can have the, go straight to it. Say there's but I mean, they can do state league or something, but, or they yeah, can have a, a champions league of women's is, teams. That's all good for you guys because both all your your whole squads are old as fuck. For, for, <laughs> that's exactly what I think. It's good no, for Hawthorne. The thing is, for us who's got young squads, you know how much fucking trouble our players get up to in a week <laughs> off before finals. North, like, I reckon this is more biased as well. It's much more beneficial to us to have our players in the fold, focus at the club, than off doing fucking whatever they're going to do for a week off. North aren't that they, old. They it's they just Brent it. Harvey pushing out the average. <laughs> yeah. they, call, they actually call Brent Harvey the outlier. <laughs> oh, okay. So, anyway, you were talking about the women's. Um, yeah. There was two games this year, hmm. um, but there's only one game next year. So, yeah. I don't know why they've gone backwards. Well, they can, have a, they can have a Champions League of all the Bush Pig, Bush League games. It's a bad it's a bad move. I thought it was... I mean, we were talking about it. We thought it was a really good idea. You know, I thought they showed a lot that they deserved to expand to maybe two or three games this season and like three or four clubs. Well, the big um, whispers are they're going to start a women's league, yeah. um, which would be interesting because um, when you look at 
you know, like the netball has done okay. It's done well. It's got itself Foxtel or Channel Ten deal, Some of that, yeah. and I think they get a couple of thousand cr- yeah. you know, crowds there. So it's paying its own it's way. It's doing better yeah. than NBL, and they try and market yeah. through AFL as well with uh, tie-ups yeah. with they, different they, clubs they, and shit. Done a couple like yeah, that. Like, I know they, Richmond are tied up with uh, Melbourne Vixens. Where they, are. I know Jack Reed always tweets about them or did when he was on Twitter. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. And Luke Darcy's always there. <laughs> yeah. I think he commentates. Yeah, he, he does. Boring as fuck, wouldn't it? That's going to make you want to watch it. I'm going to say he's he's bloody awful commentator when he's talking about footy. The game yeah. he actually played. Yeah, I think we should come out netball. Really, All right. that in done. <laughs> do do, do uh, they play over the summer? Mm. Uh, to be honest, I don't reckon they'd sue us. They'd be stoked. <laughs> <laughs> I told you about uh, me, mate uh, Benny the t- coin tosser. He tossed yeah. the coin Benny for the tosser. Uh, Benny the tosser. That's who he is yeah. from now on. Tossed the coin uh, before a GWS match. One of the only very few GWS members in existence. Yeah. Um, Probably got the fucking job. When he brought his uh, girlfriend down to um, uh, Melbourne once to talk to us. For some reason, in the women's cricket was on in the in the lounge room. We were watching it. Yep. And we were just trying to outdo each other on how sexist we could be <laughs> in front of his new girlfriend. And she's just sitting there going, what, what's going on? And we're pissing ourselves off. We couldn't believe. Just wow. trying to outdo each other. Ian Healy's got really shit. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, that is an interesting move, um, especially because they are trying to build that women's league. Yeah, but, and they had yeah. positive momentum going with that. So I thought it was a pretty easy, clear direction to go one more. And even they're starting to get a, a bit of a profile around a few of the players. Yeah, Like exactly. Daisy Pierce, obviously, but then mm. there was a few others that yep. come on. So, yeah. Interesting move. So, yeah. Well, maybe they could start adding um, women's league game to certain memberships or some shit. I don't know. What You, you buy a membership, you get to participate in a women's league game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll work. <laughs> Well, they've got women's round. Fuck it. Get yeah. involved. Maybe a few of the delisted uh, free agents might, you know, let's, let's say. <laughs> right. Fev gone around to now for They're still getting tagged out. All I'm saying is... Sam Newman's pulling boots back on again. <laughs> You've seen the publicity that Caitlyn Jenner got. There's got to be a few guys <laughs> this, this to think you yeah. know Ack has thought about it. <laughs> yeah, he has yeah. definitely thought about it. <laughs> thought about it. Brent Harvey's planned it. He's like, I'm going to buck out of this. I'm in. It's good to see that it's looking like Friday night footy. Is going to be Might worth be. watching this year. Yeah, they've given a lot of the the higher up teams. How do you feel about the Thursday nights? I don't mind it. It wasn't that bad this year. There's, there was a couple in Adelaide. I think I remember Hawthorne had a mm. couple. Yeah. So I'm I'm okay for the occasional. Yeah. Um, I don't think it should be a weekly thing, but I think when you want the games a bit more spread out, it's okay. Um, it's certainly better than anything after three p.m. on a Sunday. Look, yeah, just, and no Monday night game. No Monday. If you want to fuck up the other network's ratings, chuck it on a Thursday night. I'm cool with that because it's yeah. going to be more interesting than anything else I'm going to watch. So uh, yeah. I don't watch the footy show anymore because um, no, no, no. if there is anything good on the footy show, yeah. you get a catch-up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Catch-up the next day. Yeah. yeah, if. Also, the only thing with the draw is that I don't think it's a really set sort of structure on where the, the picking order is going to be. I think it's going to be a very mixed up year. So I think there might be a few surprises with who are going to be the easy teams and who are going to be the hard teams. Exactly. Yeah, that's the way. way. Because it was funny, like this Saint time. Kilda. Like, where the fuck are they going to go? Yeah, you know, GWS, Gold Coast, yeah. fit Gary Ablett. Yeah. I mean, well, what's that worth? I mean, yeah. Geelong finished outside the eight this year. Yeah. Next year, like, are they and, top four? Like all those teams we talked about, uh, I reckon anywhere between twelve and four. Yeah, mm. yeah, a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Um, this time last year, Port Adelaide would have been. Yep, we're pretty happy with our draw. Yeah. And now, mm. you know, once the season finished, and they finished tenth or whenever they yeah. wherever they were. They're like, oh yeah, we had the hardest draw. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. yeah. We got we got we got murdered with the draw. I'm like. Uh, <laughs> Alright mate Yeah no <laughs> You've still got Butcher On this fucking side Yeah, <laughs> yeah they just Fuck. signed him again Didn't they Yep Yep They got him a contract Don't understand it he, he, oh, he must have photos Of someone doing Some dodgy ass shit somewhere 
Yeah. I've never seen somebody who attacks the ball so well and yet still hasn't learned to kick. <laughs> it's like mm. one of those inverse relationship where effort doesn't equal result. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, I just don't get it. They gave him a couple of games late in the year yeah. to go down for. He's got to be a backman. Otherwise, he's not a footballer. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's there. And it's great seeing Port turn on their players because a lot of times Port are the team that will back their players uh, more than most other clubs. Yeah. But this time, they wrote off Butcher like hardcore, which was <laughs> yeah, great to see. Love to see him turn. It's funny, though, because you say attack the ball, and he does, but it's like, in his mind, he's he's not trying to attack the ball to get it. He's trying to have a bar fight with the ball. <laughs> like he's, he's just attacking the ball. He's like, fuck you! Crack, crack! <laughs> Looking for a bar stool and shit, trying to glass the thing. He's just running along. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and then, I, I love his set shots, though. It's like, he's, he's given up thinking. He's like, well, <laughs> yep. I'm going to kick it, boys. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> it's like a, a pub pool break. It's like, fuck yes. this, wind up, yep. crack! Eight yep. pocket rocket. <laughs> Six pockets. <laughs> he's added two more. Fuck it. <laughs> He's, he's, he's made to the head of the pockets. He's pulled the trackies. I'd like to see how he goes playing drunk. <laughs> Give him six pints. That could be just worthwhile. To, just have to watch the sample. I, I, reckon, yeah. I reckon he must be. Yeah. Uh, next story we got in the news is uh, Matty Pavlich has signed on for one more year, which we, we talked about it where uh, the commentators are written him off after the grand final. Uh, Matty Pavlich, last game. Yeah, good prelim. to see him off. Prelim, sorry, yeah. And it was like a bit harsh, man, because I really think he's got something to give Frio for another year. Well, he's uh, their, uh, their shining light. Yeah, he's been there for the shit times. Yeah. And now they're just starting to come good and they're trying to, you know, win one for Pav. Yeah. Um, uh, do you think he'd still be there, though, if they got Cam McCarthy? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. I got a feeling if they had another option up forward, it yeah. might have been forward. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, they, yeah, they. Had a, a whole bunch of full forwards on the radar and then decided they got small forwards. Well, like I say, they got plenty of players. Yeah. They had everybody rushing They, they got back. good players too, just not players they needed. Yeah, yeah, not the one they needed the most. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just yeah, it a real uh, rush home to WA this year. Obviously, the players hadn't heard that Iron Ore was down. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it'd be good to see him go around one year. Um the good thing is, uh, 2015, it was, is it or is it not his last season? You know, yeah. will he or won't he? This year, yep, it's his last so, season, yeah. boys. So yeah. enjoy the farewell tour. Yeah. You know, this ain't no John Farnham gig. Also, apparently he came out swinging for Mark Harvey. In his book. In his book. Oh, yeah. he, he sunk both boots in. Um, yeah, so he said he basically wasn't that uh, that great of a coach and right. he played the role of uh, interpreter more than um, support. support. Mm, really? Um, wasn't the first person to sink the boots into Mark Harvey's coaching style either. Yeah, kind of like Danny Frawley or something for the Tigers, where, great guy, he likes him around the club. Yeah. Don't don't give him the reins. Well, he almost fell into the role too. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you still got to put your hand up, but yeah. he was a 10-year assistant at Essendon, and, yeah. th- and then went yeah, to Frio right. to be an assistant, Yeah, and I think Damien Drum got the sack, and yeah, he was sort of like, right. oh, I guess I'll coach. Yeah. Well, from Pab's uh, excerpt that um, he put up, it did seem like Harvey was the ADD coach. <laughs> just like, all right, lads, here's our plan. And then at three-quarter time, he's like, all right, we're going to try something else entirely. Uh, we're going to do this, 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 that. And all right, but, ready? Everyone go. And everyone's sort of walking out from Harvey going, what the fuck was... Man, Harvey's what? had way too much huh? meth today. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, Pav, what, what's he want us to do? I don't fucking know. Just run a position. We'll, we'll sort this shit out. It was a little bit, you know, this is the last thing they'll be expecting. We're like, yep, because we've got yeah. no fucking idea either. <laughs> yep. 
but it is good to see him get a farewell tour. And it's not like I can't see Freo dropping off. Um, you know, they finished minor premiership this year. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, fuck it. Based on last year's predictions, I'm writing him off already. Um, so pencil him in for another yep, minor so, premiership. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I wrote him off and pencil him in for top four in the single podcast we did last year. Yep. <laughs> 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 it's like I remember, um, oh, I think it was 98 grand final, yeah. um, Adelaide St. Kilda, I think it was, and the footy show um, were doing their grand final thing. Yeah, Adelaide North, final, it was. Yeah. Adelaide, Adelaide North. North. No, North. fuck that. No, it was definitely 98 then. Um, and they've asked Doug Hawkins, um, well, must be leading up the final, sorry, and he's picked two teams to win in the uh, prelim. Grand final. Prelim. <laughs> in the prelim. So yeah. this, this story's going fucking great. Yeah. Um, so we can edit this. But uh, but the team that lost, he predicted to win the flag. So it's like, <laughs> lose the prelim, but win the flag. Like, well, Dougie, that's not the way the fucking the fixture works. But, yeah. Um, yeah, but anyway. imagine the odds he got on it. Yeah. <laughs> somebody's somebody's given him that bet. He's gone, mate, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you, I'll give you 50 to 1. Yeah. And Dougie's like, gone, I'll have that. I'll have that. He's, like, make, he's like, make it 45, you've got a deal. <laughs> That's why I asked Dougie yes or no questions. <laughs> Dougie, am I holding up some figures? Yes or no? Okay. Yes. He's all right. <laughs> um, it's another uh, a real shame that uh, the, the career of Robbie Warnock at Carlton comes to an end. Yep. Um, I actually, I, I didn't mind him. I think he's all right. He's, uh, his tack ruck, ruck work in 2014 was pretty good. Here's the thing. I, I'm not sure if I liked him or not because he had another dude with the same name playing a similar position. Uh, for Melbourne. Melbourne, yeah. And so the only reason I knew either was through Supercoach and one of them really fucking sucked. So I can't remember if it was Robbie or the other one. I think it was Robbie. One of them I hated. Well, the other one, uh, uh, Wardock, um, ended up at uh, Gold Coast. Right. Um, he's a key backman and a good player. Yeah. Um, Robbie was obviously a ruckman who would be six foot eight and weighs forty nine kilos. Yeah. Which has always been his problem. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, when, when you're struggling to get a game at Carlton, yes, yeah, time to. <laughs> um, so poor old Robbie Wardnock, he's uh, another um, tragedy of, of Carlton's. I think it's good news. We might see him down the Doncaster Sharks trying to get him on. <laughs> Imagine five years back if you had a said. Oh, someone going from Carlton to Richmond, they've really moved up in the world. Back Five years back, you would have been like, you fucking crazy. <laughs> exactly. But now Yaron's just like, thank fuck, I've left that place. Yeah, well, especially Carlton, especially Carlton. you meant geographically. <laughs> <laughs> Carlton was still, you know, um, tanking back those days, just not knowing it. Mm-hmm. They've they've had a rough 15 years and it's been a real shame. Well, I mean, they're only 15 years into a 50-year plan. That's it. Well, I've got a flag in recent, well, 95. recent lifetime. 95. Yeah. It's recent enough, I was alive. Yes, yes. Yes, you were. Um, it was, there's, there's many other teams that can't say the same. Let's put it put it this way, though. It was closer to your birth than today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, this is true. Uh, okay, do you want to go? We're just going through uh, other stories that go. Yeah. We didn't in, actually in point that out at the start, did we? No, but I think it becomes um, quite yeah. apparent yeah. Um, that we're just going to go through what, whatever the stories are um, through the off-season. Do you want to go to the biggest one so far? We've already talked a little bit about it. But uh, I would, I would, <laughs> oh, poof, Jackie Carr. Oh shit! Um, Love a Carrie think, Wilson story. You think Benell's just gone? Thank fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think Benell's just gone. Oh, you don't know his number. <laughs> I know no, a bloke. I think Benell's the one who sold the bloody snap. <laughs> <Yeah>. You probably. <laughs> I'll, I'll stitch you up, can <laughs> Poor Jake's been trying to take a picture of Benell. He's got the internal camera on. That's what fucked yeah, him. He, he had the wrong facing camera. Yeah. Yeah. Pro- probably, Jake. He probably had it in, in front of a mirror, and he still had it wrong. Yeah. So we're talking about throwing down some uh, screens down at Essendon. Maybe this was the first barb. That's it. Stuck yeah. down there. See, a bit, bit of a smoke screen. 
I think we're smarter than we realise, maybe. We are. Um, the interesting thing was uh, Jakey Carlisle's manager knew about the... Uh, the yeah, the, this is the interesting part. ...the video being shopped around. He went to the AFL Players Association yeah. and they said, keep your mouth shut. Yep. Very interesting. Well, just before the trade had gone through. For two points. One, obviously, the Players Association is... They're looking after the player and they want him to get a contract and fair. You can kind of say fair enough. The second one was you've got a, a rep, a manager who's actually done the right thing. Kind I, of, I think the like, most important sort of advice, the most important point we haven't mentioned is that they knew one hundred percent that Channel Nine were going to break the story. Yes, yes, one hundred percent. Do yep. you reckon Channel Nine little backdoor deal? We use some cash. You tell them to sit on it. I wouldn't put it past them. Um, yeah, I wouldn't put, you're right, I wouldn't put it past them. So you reckon they've made the offer, like, we can delay this, mate, if yeah. you'd like? Yeah. And that's why he's got an ask Channel, Channel 9 will go there and go, they will sort out some deal in there. I reckon Channel 9 have had their hand in this deal. I don't think it's Channel 9. I think there's one bloke with the footage has gone... <laughs> there's one bloke, Chief of, Car- Chief of Collingwood. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone, I've got the footage, give me some cash. Well, apparently it was one of his mates who's uh, remained nameless and, and you know, kept his face hidden and all that yeah. kind of gear, well, who's, well. who's shopped it around and got a little bit of cash. Well, look, well he only knows her as Crystal, so yeah. <laughs> he'll storm me. <laughs> um, look, we've got nothing to base those allegations on, so I'm going to report them as fact. Yeah, exactly right. Because I'm a journalist. <laughs> I'm a journalist exactly. now. Yep. Uh, yeah, protect my sources. Um, at the same time, I don't think it cares. Um, it did... Uh, hasten the new drugs yeah. policy. I mean, let's, let's be honest. There's a reason they all fuck off overseas where no one can touch them, no one can yeah. give them a drug test, no one can do fuck all to them for a fair while in the off-season. Well, they can still get drug tested. Yeah, Remember um, Dane Swan, every time he gets out of the pool in right. Vegas, yeah. he has to go piss in a <laughs> bottle for him. Yeah. <laughs> you think if you're part of Asada or whatever, you just go, where do I want to go? Uh, who's having their end-of-season trip? Oh, Bali? Nah, fuck that. Uh, Vegas, that'd be fun. Hey, Swanee's in Vegas, mate. Let's go. Yeah, let's, yeah. Fuck, let's get over there. <laughs> we'll stay at the Palms. Yeah. You know someone at NSAC. North Melbourne's yeah. in Utah. Fuck Utah. I'm fuck that. Nah. <laughs> Singer cunt's knocking on my door. Anyone in Paris? So it was very, very um, interesting that the AFL... Well, first, you're right. It was good that the manager went to them for advice. Yeah. Um, it was very interesting. They said, you know, keep your mouth shut till he signs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you got no fucking choice. Um, but uh, with the new drugs policy, now he only gets uh, a strike if he wants it. If he wants it. <laughs> Which is yeah. kind of weird because he's probably going to just, as an act of contrition, um, just to Let's say, be honest. okay. This is a, a thug life meme that writes itself, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'll take one fucking strike. <laughs> um, I think the St. Kilda leadership group might force him into it. Um, but <laughs> Again, yeah. five years ago, if you had said the St. Kilda leadership group are enforcing behaviour, <laughs> yeah. you'd be like, yeah. the fuck? <laughs> yeah, the, the holy the thou. Help! Help! <laughs> it's, the second, it's the second player in recent memory who's gone from Essendon to St. Kilda and had a scandal midway through. Yeah. Before he's even played a game. So, done well, isn't it? You're really, really, you know, picking things up. Mm. Um, so, anyway, I, I can't see... Uh, yeah, it shouldn't be an issue, though. If he wants to do some Charlie and he's off to his home, it's, it's his private that's, business. Let's be honest. There's probably a good chance that someone at either club are going to do more scandalous things within the next two months. Let's hope so. Yeah. Let's hope so. Yeah. Um, jumping around a bit, but we're back to Carlton. And they've, <laughs> the, the son of son of sauce is finally that um, they've nominated him Sosos yeah. Sosos I guarantee you that's going to be his nickname it will be Sosos or G-Sos I call him Jack Sav <laughs> Jack Sav Jack Sav yeah. fair enough um, I don't think there's any doubt really um, especially with 
old man sauce doing the, the recruiting down there. Yep. The only way it would be more certain that he'd end up with the Blues is if he started at GWS. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you reckon he'll, uh, his contract will include board? Like if he's still living with his old man? He's still living, yeah. yeah. It might include yeah, a bit of, <laughs> a bit of bread money. You get 120 a year, but we're taking uh, 800 bucks a month off of board. Uh, oh, and car petrol. Well, I think I think what he's really got is that half his contract comes from Vizzy into Ashley's old man. <laughs> he's doing an internship at Vizzy. Like, um, not that I just uh, like recycling other people's jokes, but I do. Oh, there's um, a nice little Vizzy punchline there too. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, well done. Um, Titus O'Reilly had the uh, Carlton building a premiership around Oscar Judd. <laughs> yeah, probably yeah. right. Um, which, you know, he's obviously still father-son for West Coast as well. Yeah, see so. that they put Juddy out to stud. <laughs> They've got Juddy banged up in some little brothel where <laughs> on the third level. <laughs> so you've got a combine down the bottom. Just going, can you jump? Can you run? Um, it was. Your knees. <laughs> Are you willing to sleep with a man if you can jump and run? Um, next year, St Kilda and Sydney are slated to play AFL's first gay pride game. It's not often that we get a scoop on this show. We scoop this, this one. one. We told you. We said it's... Crisis control, damage control down in St Kilda. They know that half the membership is up and, le- up and left, gone down to Brisbane. I mean, I don't blame it at all. It's sunny, much better looking fellas down there. Got a better chance from putting out. Um, yeah, and so they've come ahead with Sydney and gone, fuck Brisbane. We, we, we need something. Yeah. We've Brisbane. lost We've lost yeah. the Kiwis. Yeah. And look, if, if Melbourne are going, then you can bet your ass Sydney. It's not very far for them to go either. That's and it. So I reckon it's an important market. I honestly think it's a really important market, and it's Christ control, Ooh. and I like the move. Christ control? Crisis. Yeah. Oh, there's a Christ control. Yeah, like, like, I don't know if he wants to be involved too much here. <laughs> yeah, yeah Depending on who you ask, I guess. <laughs> um, the thing is, like, with a lot of these um, specialty games, like um, the Aboriginal Round and all that sort of thing, they have custom Guernseys. Yeah. Is this going to be designed like you're going to have um, the Guernsey designed by Gucci or some shit? You're going to have the shirts versus the blouses. <laughs> <laughs> or just... That would be awesome. Can you get Prince to do the yep. national anthem? Wait, let's give him Women's Lingerie Football League uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with skins yeah. versus skinovers. That would be some way they can say, see how we're sensitive, to, we're sensitive to the women's issues now. If we're... We're not prepared to force the women's lingerie football league to play in lingerie unless we're willing ourselves. Yeah, exactly. We're, yeah, exactly. We, we lead by example. And Nick Revolt's like, sweet, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> in all serious, seriousness, though, um, I know I've been in several business meetings where they've gone, okay, how do we market to, to the gay yeah. to the gay segment? Because double income, no kids, yeah, with, to... with good taste. I mean, there's lots of money there to be made. Yep. So it's ambitious. I used to live, live with a gay bloke and it was great because my missus didn't like watching footy. So we said, Joe, watch the footy. He'd be watching it for one reason. I'd be watching it because I was interested. But it was two verse one on what you get to watch on TV. There we go. So there you go. Yeah, it's like that at my place yeah, too. I did my research. Yep. Um, so yeah, we we, uh, we scooped that one. So we're saying... Yep, it's uh, there. Yeah, watch that space. It'll be at Etihad. Uh, is that the right place? I mean, St. Kilda versus Sydney. They're not going to fill the MCG. Yeah, this is true. Um, yeah, well... All the special games and, and like Indigenous Round is something they've made an event around it. Yeah. yeah. Um which is, is brilliant. But then like I know that uh Hawthorne play in the Blue Ribbon Cup for against St Kilda. There's the Beyond Blue Cup against Carlton, I think. So I mean there's two that just Hawthorne play in and there's probably a few more. So there's a lot of themed games. Yeah, I still yeah. find that funny yeah. that Carlton's involved about a game of that uh high notes depression. Well I think they're they're hitting their target market. Yeah. 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 Um if you have too many, like if every game's special, then none is. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? But yeah, it's to me, it's, it's a good idea. Like I yep. said, it's a great marketing yeah. um, idea as well to try and get some some dollars in. Yeah. 
it would mean more. I, I, I don't know if it's tokenism, but it would be more if there was a gay player who, who was open. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you know, just by the, the stats, there? there's a chance that there's. It was in. I'm pretty sure it was in the AFL or one of the leagues where a couple were about to come out as openly gay. Is it AFL or was that rugby well, or was it? I mean, there was a rugby was league player. Soccer overseas? Ian Roberts, a few Ian years Ian Roberts, back. that's I it. Reading, I tell you this, what, this is currently like, it hasn't, they haven't come out yet, but they're planning to. Okay. I tell, well, with with I Ian Roberts, if, if he said, I'm gay and so are you, you don't have a choice about yeah, the matter. Yeah, big lad. He is a fucking huge unit. Actually, I think he was up on assault charges, yeah. actually. <laughs> There'd be plenty of already, uh, like, not open in regards to media, but they go out, it wouldn't be feel obliged to dress down there'd be heaps of them in the AFL yeah you always hear rumours and that kind of stuff well and probably but, there's a few of them that have probably done every woman in the country so you know they're like well fuck it I'll have a crack at a bloke yeah I'm halfway there <laughs> keep going <laughs> <laughs> I've got to tick every box and the thing is that's a sign of a champion you don't give up <laughs> <laughs> you got a goal hey, you stick to it Hardball gets a very important. <laughs> yeah, I love the Golden Fist Award though. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, so let's assume we get on the on the phone to McLaughlin and say, you know what, clicking balls around, a uh, clicking balls match. Who do you reckon we'd have playing? Like, I think we could have a a match where the two teams have had the biggest uh, controversies, the the biggest kick in the guts over the last season get to play a match against each other and they get to do it where no one loses. No one keeps score and it's just a, come on boys, just, can you not fuck everything up please? I don't understand the well, question but I just realised that, <laughs> realize that Click and Bowls is a fucking awesome sponsor for the first ever gay match. Uh, isn't it? Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, we don't got the cash to do it but... Yeah. Uh, the problem is every motherfucker every motherfucker will uh, scrub out the C at the start. <laughs> the funny thing is is that I've actually, on one of my phones, I've taken the backdrop of our... Um, of our logo and put it on my, my screensaver and that's what it does it cuts it off so yeah. I've just got licking balls <laughs> so if anyone on the train is looking over my shoulder and sees my screenshot it's licking balls they probably stop reading what I'm doing <laughs> or, or pay really or, close yeah, attention reach around it, it, is, fu- it is funny uh, if a player was rumoured or about to come out as a uh, homosexual like you guarantee there'd be some nafty supporters like you know not my fucking club yeah. but as soon as it's you know uh, a fucking super star mm-hmm. um, we came out you know you go yeah yep. well uh, I, you know I've always been behind the, yeah. uh, the, those boys yes I've always been behind boys is what got him there look I'm all for it I reckon the more we get there the better could you imagine I'm, like we'd, we'd be done with Joffa's golden jacket we'd have a golden fucking suit that was just <laughs> off the charts like they'd be the best seller imagine though like how how you could sledge if you were the gay guy there like it'd be like gold dust back in the WWE game games days, days whatever so a tackle with a bit of a nipple tweak thrown in. You see guys go, what the fuck? All of a sudden the defenders go, no, nah, fuck that. You can stand him. I'm out. Or just a caress or something in the bottom of the pack. But in all seriousness, though, the first player to come out as homosexual is going to make a million dollars. Yeah, exactly. Um, without a doubt. It yeah. becomes, well, they'll get traded to Sydney straight away. Um, they're going to be the face of so many different fucking brands who are going yeah. to jump on board and say, yes, see, yep. see how yeah, accepting we rich. are. More than just growing up near or around dairy farms. Exactly right. You wouldn't be surprised if there's already, like, some of the companies marketing just, I don't care if you're not gay, just fucking say it. Dude, yeah, <laughs> we, we can do this. Yeah, we, we if you're on up. the fence, yeah. that's yeah, all exactly. I'm saying. We heard a rumour that one time down at PAC or... Yeah, you went to an all-boys fucking, school? That's close yeah. enough. <laughs> well, yeah, you might have had a choice in it. It might have been at church, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> we got the scoop. <laughs> so, uh, what else is going on there, Phil? Not much. 
Well, waiting for draft day. Yeah, we'll talk about the draft. And uh, it is always kind of funny when you look back at the top 10 picks who did nothing. Uh, Tamlin is obviously the most frequently mentioned one in our household. Don't remember him. Don't remember him. Um, And then you get guys picked, you know, in the 60s, 70s that turn out to be superstars. Not as often as you'd hope. It seems to be one every two years or something. Yeah. Yeah. The guy who gets passed up again and again and suddenly manages to have a brilliant career yeah and I, I think I like, like we've talked about it a fair few times but as opposed to I think you put the crack shots in the draft but I'd like to see people mature outside of the AFL from mm. 18 to 21 becoming more more uh, yeah. frequent yeah yeah. and if you can pick up a ready made 24 23 year old who's got a few seasons of VFL or Waffle or yeah you know well, season- maybe, maybe even Sandful yeah seasons against grown men yeah yeah, yeah exactly makes a big difference exactly. um, yeah you know, it's one thing to play against some of those 18-year-olds who, yeah, some of them have been shaving since they were 10 and can strike a match on their palm, but they're still not the 110-kilo fullbacks who can really mess a forward up. And let's be honest, a lot of them love proving a point against young guns coming oh, out of leagues. That's the point. That's the thing. I still got a very clear memory of Jack Watts's first game against Collingwood oh. on the uh, Queen's Birthday Monday. Yeah. The first time he picked up the ball, Shane O'Brien and two other Collingwood players yeah. were right next to him. And you just went, kid, you don't know. Yeah, You're exactly. not meant to you be You haven't here. been here before. He didn't. He was too underdeveloped. And yeah. he just went, swamp. But you, you, have, you haven't learned to not be scared of that contact yet. Yeah. Because there's you, one thing, every order ride yeah. the contact. Every little, every young kid going through that, 16-year-old, is scared going into a grown man's game. Uh, oh, shit, but yes. you only come over that fear by going through and going, fuck, I've actually got it. I can hey, do it. I'm alive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I've got a theory um, that uh, the interest in the draft is growing and growing. And it's um, uh, maybe it's a little bit of you know fantasy sport and, and the American influences. Yeah. That, you know, the draft's going to be televised now and they're yep. doing the live yep. updates. And yeah. Oh, it's been televised a couple of years. Um, I've got a theory that this is going to lead to the TAC under-18s being televised every game. Yep. Eventually, they're going to mm. try and get it like the American college system. Yeah. Um, and then... What, not pay the players? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, well, I mean, they, they pay them in exactly scholarships will. now. I mean, TAC is pretty much running the same way as the American college yeah. system, just and with that, less money. We all know the way the sports fans work. You're much more um, righteous about your following if you've got college jerseys as opposed to the NBA jerseys. You know what I mean? You want to yes. buy Jordan's North Carolina jersey. You, you know, you wear that yeah. one around. You want to be in there first. The and, um, the other thing I yes. think the other thing that I like about it is that you'll see the combines and those sorts of things uh, live, and everyone can see it. And I think that makes the information of the methods of training they do pass down the to the grassroots of football a lot yep. quicker. So the, so the coaches out, even in the country, can see what they're doing at combines and go, right, all right, so there's something to that. This is what they're looking for. Mm, exactly. And yeah. then you apply that in like real time. So well, the next season you're doing that. Well, what I hope is when they start televising TSC under-18s is that uh, all the reports we get each year on the draft picks will actually be intelligent. Yeah, Because exactly. at the moment, you've got like, I reckon two or three journos that actually follow yeah. um, the, the kids all year. It's like, everyone else goes, yep, uh, this guy, he, he's, he's awesome. Yeah. It's like trying to get a tip on the Melbourne Cup. Yes. Like, yeah. you know, someone who knows a horse in there, but then you're not sure if he's really a donkey he's trying to get his odds out for another horse or whatever. There's too many very uh, too many vested interests to be able to sort the bullshit yeah. from the truth. And then too many experts who rock up three days beforehand. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, okay, yeah. yep. Yeah. <laughs> and no one wants to write off the player that turns out to be a superstar. So they're all good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know, if you give a player raps, it's like, oh, he just couldn't handle the, the pressure of AFL. Having yeah. said that, Lockie Tiziani's a steal of this draft. Exactly. Oh, he's the only one to get. He'll he's the one you get, like, want to get on. I, gar- I, can't, I can't imagine him going past second. Yeah, speaking, speaking of um, 
been able to hang with the men. He's grown up in the country league. He's done his duties. He's ready, raring to go. And he's the exception to the mature age rule because I think you mature. You get the maturity in that young bracket of sixteen playing as men. I'm not sure if he played. Don't 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 put that out there. Don't put that out there. Okay. Just give he, it a big rap. To, no, no, hey, no, he, he, he played, went to old timers. That's fucking close enough. Close enough. Well, he played in the GWS reserves this year. So, oh, did, so oh, I, I did too, yeah, yeah. So I know he played against Adam Goods yep. uh, when Goods dropped himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's played, you know, against men yep. in, in the NEFL. Mm. So it'll be funny with them televising the draft. I wish they'd televised Trade Week. Because I... Oh, jeez, that'd be magnificent. I have no idea what actually happens, but in my mind, they all go into a big room and there's like an open bar. <laughs> and there's always that one little motherfucker from Carlton who gets too boozed and goes, all right, I, I got I got Yaron. Who wants Yaron? And everyone's gone, fuck off. And Richmond's gone, what do you want for him? I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll buy the next round. We'll take Yaron off your hands. And Carlton's just fucking on the floor by then going, fuck it, take him, I don't give a shit. See, I want to see a, a live draft. Just, I want to see a, a live cross to the Junction Hotel or something. <laughs> just here and there. Yeah! Go on to the Crows. Oh, they'll be happy with that. Yeah, yeah, there'll be two North Bulldogs at the Crows then. Yeah, true. Uh, the only thing is, to, they have to pay their royalty, their... Well, I asked Dad about this. Um, I think on uh, they pay it to North Broken yeah. Hill. Should not, explain it first. Yeah. So I th- we might have covered this before, essentially. But, um, when a player gets drafted, their junior club gets a bonus, or at least it, they used to. Yeah. Um, and it was like um, it was decent too. It was like five grand. Yeah. And this is ten or fifteen yeah, in, years in ago. junior footy. That's fucking massive. Oh, yeah. for any country club Out in the or, country, yeah. or well, a suburban team. Well, yeah. yeah, not so much suburban uh, country Vic because they fucking make a mint. Um, and I think then they also get paid every fifty or every hundred games. Um, yeah, they also yeah. get a little kickback. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty sure it go like if it was, let's say, Lockie Tiziani, it goes to the North Broken Hill Bulldogs. Yeah. Not fucking GWS, the, GWS, or, yeah, or GWS or the, yeah. the Rams or whoever he plays for. Orlando I Dines. think if you go to a South Australian team, they might get to your SNFL team. No, I think it's a, a staggered I, sort of thing. Yeah, I think if you go through an SANFL club... Yeah. Was, I'm pretty sure some money still does filter down to the juniors, but yeah. it's not as much if you go direct. Everyone might take it, their yeah. piece along the way. Yeah, everyone's uh, happy to stick their beak in. Um, so, yeah, Tiziani, there's the, the pick of the one. That's the hot tip. Yep. Um, there's a few other uh, delistings as the first list lodgement happened on Friday. Um, so it'd be interesting to see if any of those guys like Rob Warnock that we mentioned yeah. um, get a run I think uh, Magic Door got delisted in there he did um, North have said they, as a rookie or North have said they'll pick him up in the draft um, as a rookie yeah I'd, mm, I I don't think any other team's going to try and pip them um, the only other team that may even consider it be Western Bulldogs but they're on the way up they don't really need him Still a bit of stuff hanging over his head too, isn't there? Well, it's interesting to see if the last list lodgement happens before or after his court date. Because I know yeah. his court date's in November. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's still that big one out there, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. It's unavoidable yeah. um, for him. But, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. But I think if he picked up as a rookie, he can only be a rookie for one more year because he's already had three yeah. years on the so, rookie yeah, list. Yeah. Um, so I think Richmond are doing the same with more. I think they've dropped him and they're planning to right. draft him as a rookie, which would make sense why they've got those late draft picks yep. that they were trading. And I think Hawthorne have said the same thing to Alex Woodward, who's had three knee uh, recos yeah. already. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, I think if you've had three knee recos, it's not your fault, but yeah, you, done. you can't come back. Yeah. And look, um, what is he, under 30? Oh, he's 22. Yeah. Jesus Christ, what are you doing? Don't even bother. Yeah. 20 fucking two, no way. 
go, done. Do something else. Go find something else. Go get life, a degree. Yeah. Do something else. But fucking being able to walk for the rest of your life is important. Well, I tell you what, you, you should become a physiotherapist or something because he's been yeah, seeing yeah, exactly. me inside of the rehab yep. room enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, he can be what's his name uh, Russell's offsider down at Hawthorne. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Why not? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Do something like that. But yeah, twenty-two years old, three in the Eriko's. Give it up, mate. Yeah. But who might say that? Really? Well, um, is it mm. Alex Johnson is uh, up at Sydney? He's having his fourth, and he's excited for it. Yeah, um, and I think Sydney have given him another contract uh, again, which which uh, coincidentally could be why the Sydney doctor just quit. <laughs> not taking my advice. Get fucked. <laughs> done. He's like, I've, I, I yep. want a new challenge. I've done his yeah. knee fucking four times. They welcomed him, uh, Mister Edelston. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You can't get much better than that, you know. Famous, famous doctors. <laughs> if they get Doctor Oz in there, <laughs> yeah. Well, the magic spray works in cricket. Yeah, exactly. Works in soccer. It? Fucking well. These guys get killed. Get a bit of spray on, and then running around again. It's, it's amazing. I watched a little bit of the soccer the other night. Um, how how easy they go down and yeah. But, what is funny though when the trainer comes out they kind of sit there and talk to the trainer it's yeah. more like a, a therapy yeah. session and yeah. then you ready to get back up no oh, yeah I think I can go now I'm okay <laughs> I've had a couple of minutes I'm okay <sighs> yeah. back into it it pisses me off like, I can't <laughs> handle it like there are ones you know where it's hard and you have to go down and I understand like when there's not a clear advantage to it that pisses me off yeah. where it's like in the midfield or whatever and you're not going to take a direct kick you're not going to get a set shot He's going to kick it to the guy standing a metre away from you and you're going to set up again. Yeah. Like that pisses me off because you just slow up the game and you're carrying like a little bitch. Once the whistle's gone, you've got the free kick. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, yeah. Get on with it. Yeah. The worst than that though is the guy who does the foul and he's like, well, I know I fucked up. I better go down and pretend to be hurt too. Yeah. Maybe then <laughs> nothing will be called. And it's like, no, mate, it's always going to be called. If you hurt him or you've tried to kick the goalkeeper's head off, hurt yourself while you're trying to kick the goalkeeper's head off, that's kind of on you too. But uh, so you end up with three blokes all on the ground rolling around like they've been killed, and the refs given the awarded uh, the free kick to someone else entirely. The bloke who's standing there looking confused at three of them. It's, it's always going to um, struggle for soccer to capture like the American market or the Australian market fully. Yeah. Um, they're going to get it out of weighted numbers eventually. Yeah. But um, I, I do like how uh, I think it's the international player of the year is called the Balloon Dior. Yeah. Um, so the internet started the uh, falling on the floor. Award for the best <laughs> dives, awesome. and then awesome. I think there's also the Mr. Barn Door, which is the worst goal, <laughs> worst, miss. That's worst awesome. miss. Yeah, so it's, it's good that you can get the, a lot of uh, you know vines. And it's good that someone's about. actually looking out for the fans. Exactly right, yeah. and the fans will always look after the fans. Exactly right. That's the best thing about the internet is that it doesn't matter if you like it or not. We'll look after ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> there's entertainment in those yep. six second clips. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's that's it. episode sixty nine, you know. So there you go. Shit, oh, really? Really? Yeah, there Fuck. You go. Well, it's not didn't really even put the joke in. No, because um, we had lots of episodes that we didn't number, so I didn't worry. Yeah, about. that's true. Um, that'll do us. Yeah. All right. I'm good. Uh, well, peace. Keep going. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.